Magnus Jones' work draws on history and metaphor. In his latest release with the Enter Gallery in Brighton, he's created a box set of prints. Patterned with Delft and inlaying with gold leaf, it will be a special item. Talking to us, he explains the thoughts behind this latest release and how fragility is at the heart of it all. This is Art Related Noise. We started experimenting with painting. There's so many avenues of art. We're surrounded by images. Just being lost in this sea of possibility. Announcing that I was going to be an artist. It brings the work I do alive even more. They could be part of this work as well. Everyone's got their own personal connection to something. Hello, welcome to Art Related Noise, our podcast with the Enter Gallery in Brighton. And for today's interview, uh, we're welcoming back, actually, a friend of ours on the podcast, uh, Magnus Joan. Hi, Magnus. How are you? Hello. How are you guys? You realise you were, like the, I think, the second podcast in the series. In, we're in season three now, and you were, in, you were the second podcast in season one. Yeah, yeah, I remember you came to the studio and interviewed me. It was, uh, it was lovely. <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad to hear that. Um, how, how's, um, obviously we're, you know, we're speaking over Zoom this time, you know, last time we, we, it was face to face, but obviously circumstances conspire against us and we've got the whole lockdown thing going on. How has it been for you this period of, of lockdown? Uh, I mean, listen, I haven't, I've actually just gone ahead as usual, to be honest. I've been very lucky that um, my printers and a few of my other kind of uh, people I use They've actually been open because they haven't been kind of, uh, they've just, I haven't been able to go there and pick things up. Obviously, I've just had things being sent to my studio instead. Um, uh, my assistant, she's obviously working remotely, um, but you know, that's also gone well. And uh, it's just everything's being sent and shipped. And I've just realized kind of that I don't have to, you know, buzz down to shortage to pick up things, uh, in, you know. I kind of saving quite a lot of time by having it delivered and sending things out straight from here instead of going to the post office and things like that. Because what I would usually do, I would kind of pop to the printers, pop to the post office, and then go have a meeting in shortage or something like that all at once, you know. And uh, now it's more kind of uh, kind of self-sufficient. Luckily, uh, have been since it started. So, I mean, so have you? So it seems like business as usual for you then. I mean, to to, to some extent. Technically, yes. Technically, yes. I mean, there has it's kind of been, been gone a bit up and down, but uh, I've actually been surprised how uh, it hasn't affected me as much as I thought it would, because uh, it was kind of an initial panic in the very beginning, where I was like. Oh God, okay, all my galleries are closing, what am I supposed to do? Um, and then, so I kind of made a little plan and kind of, uh, uh, yeah, didn't, we didn't really need to uh, instigate it because it just, it just sorted itself out by itself kind of. So when, when one gallery was closed, then we kind of started getting orders elsewhere. And then, so it kind of, yeah. I suppose there's always a bit of a nervous expectation when something like this happens. You just don't know what you don't know, do you? And it's, you know, what could happen and then you well, just I think make you have the best to project, of it. I think you have to project people's spending habits and what this affects them and how they will spend their money instead maybe on spending it on art, they might spend it on other things. And, you know, so you kind of, what we did is we did a projection where we kind of did three phases where, okay, people at home, they're bored, they want to redo their houses or, you know, they want to buy art. So you have that phase at the very beginning we kind of tried to sell as much as possible. Then we projected that there would be a 
part in the middle where a lot of people are furloughed, a lot of people are kind of also getting uh, losing their jobs. So maybe that's kind of one of those periods where you might kind of need a little war chest uh, because people aren't buying that much. And then we thought that in the latter part of the uh, this lockdown, which we're, I guess we're kind of nearing the end now, people will get bored again. They're still at home, and kind of you know they're seeing that they're still being paid a bit. And so, um, but yeah, but what we what we found anyway is that the galleries kind of picked up pretty quickly after uh, after they kind of uh, after the initial kind of bump of them closing and things. So. Yeah, and, and I've noticed a lot of innovation going on. So you've had to, it sounds like you've had to, you know, really look at your strategy, if you like, in terms of why you, you do your practice. But, uh, you know, galleries as, as well and, and, and artists all doing the same thing. So I'm seeing a lot of virtual shows, just innovating using te technology, um, innovating using social media. Have you been doing any of, any of that at all? I mean, we've done our work, yeah. I mean, I think in the very beginning, we were very kind of active on social media a bit more than usual. Yeah, I mean, we haven't done any virtual tours or anything like that at the studio or any virtual gallery things. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think with this, you have to remember as well, like, as the pandemic has gone through the world, like, our places have opened up earlier than others. So it's kind of like when you have a base um, that is broader than just England. You kind of start getting dribbles from other places that are suddenly opening. So it hasn't uh, it hasn't been as bad as we we thought it could could be. Basically, one of the big changes that's happened recently is, of course, you know, Enter Gallery has has now rebranded. It's a it's a, the same space, but it's a it's a new brand and it's a new you know we've got new sort of things on the windows and everything like that. Yeah. I, I expect you're looking forward to getting back down there when when we're allowed to to travel. Yeah, I mean, I was technically supposed to be there down there next week, um, but I think uh, you know, as the government has told us, not before the fifteenth. And I think we were kind of a bit iffy about doing it anyway, so mm -hmm. early on, if the lockdown was kind of going to kind of uh, open back up um, after from the first of June, basically, I was supposed to go down there on the fourth down to Brighton Centre Gallery. Um, but luckily, because I wasn't sure I wanted to go so soon after lockdown and be basically have an event there to launch uh, this box set that uh, I'm launching with uh, Entergan. That's right, a special a special box box set. Have you have you have you got a copy of it there? Can, are you able to give us a pre-release? Uh, I have actually. Yeah, I mean, there, we we did a box set um, a few years ago actually, and we said we should, it, it did very well. So we kind of said we have to do one when the time is right. And we projected to do this even before, uh, of course, lockdown happened. So that kind of put a few, put a delay to it, basically. But, uh, you know, we've kind of, it's called volume two because the first one was called volume one. And I kind of wanted to keep both the cover and the kind of the cover page, also the box, the same graphics. But uh, so it's kind of like a, a set. You can buy both, both the last one, you can buy this one. And I've got, I got the new box oh, behind me. You can't really see. But like it's black on black. Yeah, no, I see it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the last one was was gold on black, and I thought, listen, I want to do something a bit more. That looks nice. Yeah. Yeah, not sophisticated, but uh, this is the this is the proof anyway. So we've made it even a bit more, uh, so you can see the black a bit more. The black on black. This is a Delft series. Last time we did skulls. This time we did kind of a, a six. It's six images, and they're all kind of based on my Delft porcelain. So kind of with with gold leaf. Now I'll give you a quick preview. So this is again the the title page, if I can say, and that's obviously 
the last one was uh, black, and this one is now obviously looks. We did it so it looks a bit more like porcelain. So yeah, we have we have six we have six prints, and they all have gold leaf. So this is the heart. I don't know if you can see that. Really. Yes, you can see it. Yeah, you got the that, are those sort of quivers, arrows going through. So there's a few arrows, so kind of Cupid's arrows going through the heart, basically. So that's one of them. You know, it's a porcelain, porcelain again, and the heart. It's all about fragility, and you know, your heart, you can break someone's heart. Um, and then you have a scarab again, which kind of we added some gold details. I don't know if you can see it. I'm, I'm recognizing um, this style because yes, you, you've done some. I think the last time I, I visited your studio, we talked about it. You were, you had those porcelain. You had a porcelain scarab actually there. It was in your studio at the time, and we. Yes, I had. I had a sample that I did many, many years ago. Um, so yeah, but I mean, one of the first things I ever ever did was porcelain. I think it was the porcelain uh, grenade and the porcelain uzi. Actually, that's kind of how my art kind of uh, journey started. So I mean, it's kind of something quite close to my heart as well. Because if it hadn't been for those two prints in the very beginning, and me contacting galleries with those two, I would not be here today and I would still be working in fashion. Did you release those prints through Enter as well? The Uzi and the Grenades, the, the initial part of that, that series, that positive, you released those through Enter, Enter Gallery as well? Yeah, 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 I did, yeah. I mean, we have the Uzi, which oh. of course is the iconic Uzi. It's been kind of, we've added gold details to kind of make it a bit more special. Then, of course, we also have the grenade. There's also a skull in there, and there's also another scarab. So you can well, this, nice this... kind of hang very well together as well. Well, this is a beautiful series. I mean, an, an absolutely beautiful series. What, what was the genesis of the idea? Then? So you, you knew, you'd already had the volume one, and, and except this is volume two now, but why do a volume two, and why do it in this, in this way? I mean, it's kind of a collection of works that I've already kind of, you know, there's a new skull in here, and like last time as well, there was a new skull. In that, in that, in volume one, and I think it's it's a collection of works which, if you missed it the first time around, of course they're diff you know now there's gold leaf on them. There's slightly smaller than the original the size size as well. So it's kind of having a collection of things that I did uh, earlier. Okay, so you sort of co condensing all that early works and then sort of a. You know, creating another special release for them so that collectors can can have it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Tell me something more about the because you, you you referenced you know your love of porcelain and the sort of symbolism behind that being the fragility of life. And I think in our last conversation, you talked a little bit about your art and the and fragility and how you combine that with these you know quite um, things like grenades and uzis right which you don't really associate with fragility or anything like that can you talk to me a bit more about what that all means i mean a person is very beautiful it's you know it's kind of this delicate kind of medium it's you know fine bone china it's so fine it's so you know and you know if you go to self porcelain delf porcelain and you know mycin for example it's all kind of this, it's part of our history as well. So, I mean, as you know, like a lot of my, or most of my art, if not all, kind of is kind of based in history. So kind of taking things from the past and kind of renewing it for kind of something more current. And porcelain is quite nice to do that with as well. But also if you do it as a print, you can get an emotion that with, by juxtaposing like something like a Delft pattern onto a skull or a grenade, it kind of becomes something different. Um, instead of like a grenade blowing people up, you can see the fragility. And it's kind of commenting on 
the person behind the grenade, the person who has to throw the grenade or throws the grenade and what his kind of psyche is in that moment, going a bit more into the psychological thing and, for example, like an Uzi as an object, as a design object rather, and kind of, you know, it's the, it's the, it's the person who pulls the trigger in the end of the day. The fragility is with them. Is that yeah, yeah. there and in the fragility? And what about the, uh, so you mentioned that, that within each of them, you, you've led, um, you know, gold leaf. Is there any, any particular symbolism around the, the gold leaf or any reasons why you've, you've chosen to, to, to layer that alongside? Because it looks amazing. <laughs> it does look good, I can't deny it. Gold and blue and white will work in me once. No, I mean, gold has been used in porcelain, uh, you know, since the beginning. So, you know, the Chinese, they have this habit of... Uh, uh, there's this saying where, like, if there's a crack anywhere, they just paint gold over it um, in porcelain. So, uh, you know, it just it just complements uh, porcelain very well. The gold color is is the you know when because I've heard that story in in the um, the Chinese. You know, something something breaks. You paint the the gold in it, and it and it remakes it anew. Is that how, yeah. how, how it's here? And that, that seems to be a bit of a metaphor for your work, actually, because you, you touched on history earlier. A lot of what you do is you do take old pieces of work and you reinvent them and you yeah, give yeah. them new life. Could you tell me something more about that, that process and, and what you go through? I mean, the process itself, I mean, there's, it depends on the project. You know, when I did this collection for the Wallace uh, collection slash museum, um, you know, those were from photographs. Um, you know, we so that was kind of quite an interesting thing because it was something I'd already done, but this was kind of instead of invent reinventing the wheel, well, you kind of which I do the Delft porcelain pieces, they're more kind of they're not from photographs, they're more kind of something that I make to look like porcelain. Of course, we've done porcelain sculptures before. You know, we've done the soup can, we've done the skull. So they're actual objects. But, you know, a lot. some of the prints are kind of made from images that aren't actually supposed to, aren't porcelain to begin with. So when you say images that aren't porcelain, would that be something like the image that's behind you, for example? I mean, I'm, I'm assuming that's a... So uh, this is an auction buy. I mean, I, I have them everywhere in my studio. I think you saw that when yes. I... Uh, came over last time. You know, they, I buy these at auction and I either scan them in or, or, you know, this one I haven't had a chance to use yet. My problem is I don't want to do something to that painting because that's someone, someone else has painted that. Yeah. yeah. And so I don't necessarily want to ruin it. Of course, you can paint over it and you can, you know, and you can obviously take that off afterwards if you have to, you know, with varnish and things like that. Yeah, this would be a typical example of uh, one of the flowers I've used in, for example, one of my skulls or one of my, my other artworks. Yeah, so you might, you might photograph that, for example, and then incorporate it into a different piece, and then that... In yeah, yeah, it's, it's either scanned in or photographed, and uh, yeah. No, that's, uh, that's, that's great. Thank you, uh, Magnus. We'll leave it there. I, I think we're looking forward to... So actually, before we do, what's the plans now with the release that, uh, that we've got, the, the sort of more up-to-date plans? So the release will now be on the 15th of June. Yeah, and I suppose we don't know whether it's going to be a you know in, in, in-person release or online release yet. For now, we've said it's going to be online with a, something virtual, but uh, let's see how things go. Looking at that, I, 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 look, do you know what? It looks great over Zoom. But I, I suspect that's going to be a spectacular looking box, a beautiful thing to own in person as well. So, yeah, fingers crossed we can get to see it in the flesh soon. Magnus, that's a talking to Art Related Noise. Thank you.
Fatty.